Welcome back to the pod. Welcome back to Theory and Theology. Today we're going to be talking some more about some methods related to what Dolores Cannon talks about in the theories that discuss humans coming back to Earth or choosing to come to Earth and have unique experiences as a human being and you know coming from wherever it is in the universe that a human or before a human the soul would come from and decide to come to earth and have a unique experience um so with that um i want to talk some about that experience of being on earth i mean primarily the theory that she discusses suggests that you know us humans are here because we chose to come here and you know we kind of might need to repeat you know returning to earth if if we're not able to correctly deal with our situations um now what does it mean correctly dealing does it mean that we don't have emotions negative emotions ego attached to a situation i don't know for sure um so say for example if i'm a hot-headed person if i get angry often if i'm easily irritated um i mean i can relate to that i get easily irritated about some things about other things not so much but say for example something as simple as you know i don't really prefer to live with housemates or roommates i like my privacy i like my space i like to be able to walk around without you know having to get fully dressed all the time i like to be able to talk on the phone and feel like i have a lot of privacy i like to be able to work from home and be on the phone or watch whatever i want on a big screen tv in an open space on youtube whatever kind of content i want to be watching without having to think about oh you know i need to do this behind closed doors or oh you know i don't feel like this is private enough space to talk so I need to go like literally I go down the street to talk on the phone because I'm not comfortable talking on the phone in my house because although this house is very quiet and that's very great um I don't really want people overhearing my conversations with my friends so I don't really tend to have conversations with uh with people with my friends uh uh in the house and if i do or even like podcasting i i struggle to kind of do that in the house so i kind of work around other people's schedules it's like okay fine then i know nobody else in the house is usually awake before like 
9 a.m. at the earliest and I'm up around six something seven something in the morning able to record around those times so it gives me a good like two or so hours to record make my breakfast get my morning going without having to really interact with anybody else in the house I mean is that what we're talking about like things that are like annoyances or problems or things that irritate us is that what we're trying to resolve um, while we're here on earth and I kind of assume that you know it is you know if we have patterns of distress that you know we have trouble coping with whether that's something that maybe somebody else did towards us that was negative and resulted in trauma or uh, maybe if it's just some kind of uh, of our own nature that we kind of gravitate more or less towards certain things um, that maybe are you know maybe we have like some kind of um, investment of the ego in there in that we're not fully comfortable um, to be able to cope with those situations um, without having to feel maybe a sense of inferiority or a sense of shame or a sense of you know anxiety or depression or doubt or sadness or you know being triggered I mean I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's what Dolores Cannon was talking about as in like as as to the topic of you know why we came to earth and what it is that we're trying to resolve while we're here um, and trying to get things right because um, I also don't really know like okay like if I have emotions that aren't happy emotions is that a bad thing you know is it bad to have grief is it bad to have you know um, insomnia like keeping you up because your mind is racing you know is it bad to you know get you know high levels of you know uh, just frustration easily frustrated with situations and limited patience is that is that what we're trying to resolve so if it is the case that these are the types of things that we're trying to resolve like I've talked about before that I've been kind of testing out and working with um, different ideas of you know what I've been trying to work on in my own life and I really apologize I do not understand or know why in this past week I mean a little bit of a side tangent here I don't know why in this past week there has been such a high increase in motorcycles um, I live off of a major highway and it's really hot so I have the windows open I have the fan on windows open um, and I've noticed this last week it's Sunday right now but I've noticed in the previous week um, some days I'm counting like back-to-back -back, like motorcycles like five six seven eight motorcycles every day you know just like I don't understand like I'm, I'm thinking maybe it might be because of the economy and because you know in LA you know people drive often and gas mileage is you know gas is possibly cheaper 
with a motorcycle and you know you can kind of save on rush hour time because here you're able to drive in the far lane um, between cars if it's safe to do so I believe it's legal people do it if it's not legal I don't really know but you're allowed to do it on the freeways at least from what I've seen you can ride along that carpool that carpool lane line um, and when there's traffic you can kind of cut through I'm not sure if that's why there's so many motorcycles or maybe it's a Sunday thing because today is Sunday I do notice more motorcycles on the weekends in general uh, people cruising the highway with motorcycles is kind of like a cultural thing and then also maybe it's a summer thing I really don't know but I noticed the other day I was like because it's hot and I've been wanting to sleep with my windows open and I've been noticing between like 9 p.m. and like 10:30 p.m. it's like super loud and between the sirens and the planes and the motorcycles and the dogs barking and you know all this kind of stuff you know people revving their engines and things it's like man like it gets really loud over here and I apologize because when I'm recording it's like I can't do anything about it um I could go down the street but then I'm like baking in my car like you know because it's hot outside and I don't like to run the AC while I'm sitting in the car because that's just kind of like a waste um you know and so yeah like I will do that sometimes but I prefer not to and I don't like to sit there with the windows open in a parking lot a lot of times because people come and park right next to me and a lot of people have been catching on to this trend of kind of just like chilling in your car in the shade someplace and so I've noticed that becoming like a, a pretty popular thing of the parking lots where I like to chill and do my recordings there's often other people chilling and doing their recordings uh, not doing recordings but they're chilling and just kind of like sitting next to me with their windows open and I'm not trying to like you know record these types of episodes or other types of episodes that are kind of way more personal um, I, I try not to really sit there and record it um, like that so I apologize um, I don't know if there's anything I can really do about it but um, if you hear a lot of background noise that's what it is disclaimer I guess um, so let's look at some of these ideas uh, you know from a reflection perspective now if you're familiar with psychology you've possibly heard of this of CBT which is cognitive behavioral therapy and there's a model that's the ABC model um, just kind of cleverly named um, so basically what it looks at and I'll describe this it's an activating event that's what the A stands for behavior is what the B stands for and then consequence so activating event behavior and consequence and I'll explain this so basically what that means is during a time of reflection if a person is using this model a patient a student a client whoever it may be um, just someone who is using this as part of their like ritual practice for like trying to like heal um, they would have an activating event that they might be looking at so that's any kind of stimulus or situation that comes up that is distressing right so if they identify say if you're reflecting right and 
say if I'm reflecting so I did reflection this morning and I'm gonna use an example of uh, of something so but yeah you you have an activating event which is some type of a stressful or distressing stimulus that either keeps happening that's a pattern or it's um it newly happened like something that you can recall a lot of details about right uh and then there's the behavior which is either actions or thoughts like what did you do so something happens or something comes up that's stressful you do or think some way so you either behave or act or think in a certain way and the result of that is um the consequence like you know did you have any kind of um an emotion attached to that you know and this can kind of become a cycle people can get stuck in this cycle of the behavior and the consequence the behavior and the consequence it's like say for example just really quick and i'm not going to talk about this in detail but say for example if i just wake up stressed out i wake up because i didn't sleep very good so i wake up i'm stressed out and i gotta rush because i maybe overslept my alarm i was supposed to get up at 7 a.m and or maybe i accidentally set my alarm for 7 p.m and i needed to wake up at 7 a.m and accidentally woke up at 8 a.m instead and needed to be somewhere at 9 a.m so now i have to decide what kind of stuff do i need to skip so i can still get somewhere at 9 a.m and i know for myself if that was the case i'd be like my brain would be foggy i'd be really unorganized and stressed out and trying to like get out of the house maybe skip breakfast and then that wouldn't help with my brain energy and focus or anything i'd probably be feeling even worse because i'd still be stressed and unable to kind of like gather myself easily and then since i'm in la i'd be stuck in rush hour traffic until who knows if i even get where i'm trying to go on time in all honesty um and that might lead me to be on the freeway rushing around speeding through traffic um you know or trying to you know weave in between cars and driving a little bit recklessly and frustrated um and my thoughts and emotions uh you know i might just be just kind of like cursing under my breath and stuff and then the consequence to that would be um maybe i get a ticket you know and then i'm late anyways because i had to sit there with the officer who's writing me up a citation for reckless driving and then i get to work or wherever the appointment is i'm late there's a problem there either with work maybe it's not an issue because maybe i'm never really late that much or maybe it is an issue who knows but then you know that doesn't that's not a good start to a day right and then that could lead to me going home losing sleep again because now i'm like now i have this bill that i have to pay for this citation and i had to like either stay late for work uh to make up the time if that's like a thing and then maybe i missed some other important thing because i had to stay late or maybe um i missed the appointment because i was there like 20 minutes late and the the rule is you can't be more than five or ten minutes late or something so now i have to reschedule this dang appointment and then i'm losing sleep over it because they offer me the appointment the next day so now i have to rush again the next day and i'm like 
frustrated ending my day and then losing sleep over the fact that now I have to figure out how to pay this citation when I'm tight on money and so if I oversleep again the next day from losing sleep I'm gonna be in the same predicament that I kind of was the day before right so that's how these things can kind of become a cycle it's like well if you don't manage it the first situation that comes up if it's not managed then it could keep repeating itself the problem could keep repeating it could become a pattern I mean that's like a simplified kind of like like you know very rough example right like that's not likely how most people day people's days are gonna go that they're gonna be like needing to pay a citation immediately or you know gonna lose their job over being late once or having to reschedule a faraway appointment and have to drive back and spend the gas and the time or take time off work to go back to the appointment or you know lose sleep immediately and have the same situation where you oversleep your alarm a second day in a row like that doesn't usually happen right we're usually like a little bit more able to kind of function by the next day usually people kind of have it together a little bit but say if you do have problems with insomnia and sleep and you do have problems getting up for work I mean I've been in that situation where I've had trouble getting up for work um, getting out of the house on time like it might be like a three minute different like being late like by two minutes three minutes like you know not really like so late that anybody's really gonna be on my case but it's like I'm not early either you know I'm maybe like two minutes after the buzzer or whatever so it's kind of like I've had those times in my life in school and also in work where it's like that's kind of a sign for me that yo you know you're kind of burning out you need to take a break you need to take some time off and you know usually by the time I take some time off I'm able to kind of get things together so that I'm waking up with enough time leaving with enough time but I have noticed that if I push too much too hard for too long I will fall into a habit where I'm just a little bit late or maybe I'm just pulling into the parking lot at my nine o'clock job and like just pulling in and like you know having to like come to the door while they're barely opening the door and stuff like you usually want to be there on time like a little bit early you know so that you know once you're parked you're there on time you know so um, that's that's like basically how the ABC model works it's kind of and, and CBT in general it looks at Cog cognitions and behaviors it looks at your emotional states and how you kind of uh, look at the patterns it's usually patterns that you're looking at so if I were looking at patterns of irritability it's like yeah this day this day that day and that day I was irritable these other days I wasn't but maybe I have a pattern maybe it's not specific certain days of the week but maybe it's like I notice that there's certain days and I'm just like a little more irritable um and it happens multiple times in a week I mean that's a real life thing for me like I do notice myself you know a few times a week being kind of irritable when I'm in my home space like it's a little different when I'm with my friends when I'm out doing things I want to do you know I'm kind of like enjoying my day but then when I come home it's like you know I don't really want to socialize when I come home and the people I live with oftentimes really want to socialize with me 
and I really don't want to socialize with them you know it's like once I come home I just want to be in my own head and like do my projects do my own things and just have my own time and I want it to be all my own time like a lot of times I'm very selfish with my time and energy when I'm in my house unless I feel like actually talking to people and it's not every day of the week that I feel like interacting and some days I really feel like I just hope that I don't have to interact with anybody and nobody else can read my mind about this but I know that's how I feel and so it's like you know I try not to be like rude or mean or like a jerk but at the same time it's like how many times can you tell somebody that you don't really feel like interacting you know it's kind of like one of those things is like well if people aren't going to listen to you when you try to like set boundaries and stuff you know eventually it gets to a point where you where it's like okay like this person just doesn't get it or whatever or they're just like prioritizing their own needs over your own needs it's like I need quiet and silence and distance and somebody else might be like really lonely and like you know really in a chatty mood and I'm really not in a chatty lonely mood it's like I just went out with my friends I just went out and hung out and had a good time I'm not trying to sit here with this person and talk about God only knows what they want to talk about I've definitely had that experience when I had roommates and things like that where I'm just like I can't deal you know like I just need these people to like stop because it would be like three different people trying to come up to me at different times when I'm just trying to cook a meal and it led me to do things like avoid cooking I would eat unhealthy food I'd start buying unhealthy stuff and spending more money like eating out even if it's crappy eating out food even if it's crappy like McDonald's or cheap like dollar menu stuff it's still going to be more expensive most times than buying like food to make at home uh, but if you can't peacefully make your food without somebody just like chatting your ear off about all their life's woes and problems when it's like dude I just got off work I'm not trying to listen to this you know like I'm already stressed I'm hungry I'm tired I'm exhausted and now somebody wants to just like take advantage of the fact that you're sitting in the kitchen and cooking something that's going to take 15-20 minutes you know you have to sit there and cook it while they talk to you you know so I would do things like put earbuds in and I knew other people would think it's rude but it's like I need to do this or else I'm going to be irritated with somebody or I would just make food that I could put in the oven or something that I could put in the microwave so that all I had to deal with was like coming back to get the food or cleaning up the dishes afterwards and not having that 30 minute prep time cook time in the middle where I'm just standing there at the stove and somebody's just like talking to me incessantly about like God only knows what you know and um I mean it's sad to say and I mean it sounds like a jerk it sounds like I'm being a jerk but it's like that's just kind of how I am like a lot of times it's like I I really just don't want to talk to certain people but also it's probably because I've been living with people that I don't want to live with people that I don't want to necessarily involve in my day-to-day -day life people that I don't necessarily want to share my day-to-day -day life with like yes I might want to interact with them at some time or on the times when I feel up to it but I don't naturally always feel like talking to these certain people and so it kind of gets a little bit like okay like this isn't the lifestyle that I prefer I prefer to have my distance from certain people
you know, because I like my space, I like my privacy, and I feel like involving myself with certain people is like a little bit too intrusive. Not that they're doing anything specifically to me, but it's like, to me, I need my space from them. I'm more comfortable without them being involved in every aspect of my life. And so I try not to share with them a lot of things because I don't like them to be involved. And that's just kind of how I am. Like, you know, like uh, maybe it's a problem. It kind of is, you know, because then it makes me like pretty like isolated. And sometimes when I'm cooking or like out in like an open space, like maybe I'm doing laundry and like putting it somewhere to dry in a public space or something. And then somebody sees me and starts trying to talk to me. It's like. I really am a social person. I like talking to people, but I also have a very introverted side that does not at all like talking to people. And I think it's hard for people to read that. And I think it's hard also because I've lived with people who are of different age ranges, typically older age ranges that like to talk a lot um, because they don't leave the house every day. They don't go out and talk to different people every day and everybody has social needs so if another person is you know lacking in getting their social needs met they're gonna come and try to get their social needs met and I'm just like I can sense that energy I can sense like the energy of like somebody needing me to kind of like feel that for them and I don't like that like I I don't mind interacting like in general when it's just like a fun give and take kind of interaction but I don't like the whole like almost like the feel of like a like when you come home and you have a puppy at home and they're just like waiting by the door for you to like get back you know I don't really like that feel of just like oh like you're home like I'm so glad you're back and like so I can talk to you like I don't I don't like that feeling it's just kind of like like I am not glad that I'm back so you can talk to me like this isn't what I want to do And especially because a lot of the time it's either really superficial conversations, just like small talk without a lot of depth to it, or because of, um, because of like, you know, a person having like needs that they need to get met and they're trying to get them fulfilled through me without my permission and not really consideration for like what I need or what I prefer what I want or what I like they're doing what they want on their time in their way and to me I feel like it's a little inconsiderate but it's like I will at times like feel like talking to people or like bend a little bit and be like okay like they kind of need you know a little bit of company but also it's like these people are able-bodied people that I feel like it's not too fair for them to like solely depend on me for all their social interaction it's like bro you gotta get out and like meet people because it becomes a problem you know when you're living with someone who's introverted or who just doesn't want to share all the time it, it becomes a burden like for me it has definitely become a burden to have people that just want to chat all the time and it's not even all the time like like even for me even sometimes like every other day is still a lot it's like you know because I like my privacy and I like my space I don't like people asking me where I'm going or like anything like that it's like just leave me alone but I kind of wonder if that's what Dolores Cannon's talking about so 
in the next episodes I'm actually gonna dive into like a, a more like tangible example um, of how that would look like what would it look like to actually address these issues um, you know if you use this ABC model of CBT like what would it actually look like like what would you actually do when you when you're reflecting like what would you what steps would you actually take uh, to address these types of patterns um, so I'll use specific examples of stuff that I've kind of maybe worked through um, or started working through and um, talk about those things and so yeah that's that's kind of where I'll go with it um, but um, I'll post it right after this one so you don't have to wait like a day or like the next time until I post and so with that thanks for listening